a blank, you know exactly where I stand. Or did I just let you down? You found I was just a poor man. You ever, uh, like you're sword fighting when you're sorting cattle with a rattle paddle. I don't think you've ever truly worked cattle if you haven't pretended to have a three musketeer style sword fight with a rattle paddle. Okay, so I've decided to come down to a cage match for today. I will challenge corpse of the guy who decided to use Holstein as the breed that needed to be domesticated for milk production. Not that they're not good at it. They are the dumbest fucking animal. Next to a sheep, I think. I don't know. They may be dumber than sheep. I, I, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. Whoever uh, the original Holstein guy was, I'm, I'm going to resurrect your ass. You're coming into the octagon. Get ready for a beatdown. Good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing? Thanks again for your continued support. Our numbers are growing. I won't say, well, I guess kind of exponentially, but they, uh, the numbers have been good. We got a uh, had a couple big shout-outs from some people yesterday, so. Uh, it's really cool, uh, and it's, uh, let's keep it up, keep spreading the word, and, uh, I'll, uh, keep talking in your ear. So, the octagon idea was, uh, was well received by, uh, that I've talked to about it, and uh, I was going to do uh, do my segment for yesterday later on in the episode, and uh, I really wasn't all that pissed off at anybody. Yesterday was a pretty damn good day, and I didn't want to force it, so I uh, I let it go, and then I had to unload a uh, a cow truck last night. Uh, and it was a load of dairy heifers, Holsteins, and uh, they did not want to come off the truck at all. Uh, I typically don't hardly ever do anything with a cow truck except count them off. They uh, usually the truckers do their deal, but I had to get up in, in, the, in the truck twice to get these some of these girls come off the top and so I decided I, I'm gonna call out the guy who decided to domesticate uh, the Holstein cow. Um, he's obviously gonna be dead because they've been they've been domesticated for a while but I'm gonna resurrect his ass and I'm gonna call him out getting the octagon and we're gonna we're gonna throw fists and uh, we'll, uh we're, we're we're gonna throw hands will come out on top. Probably him. He's probably some caveman type that just has ungodly strength and stamina. And uh, I just like to talk shit, so 
Some of the listener ones were my buddy Aaron, who's a huge Colorado Rockies fan, would like to uh, throw Dan O'Dowd, Jeff Breidich, and uh, the Montford, being the owners, former GM, and the current GM of the Colorado Rockies. He would like to throw them in the cage. I don't know if one at a time or he's going Royal Rumble style, but either way, he would like to throw them in for making being a Rockies fan miserable for the last almost 30 years. And uh, and then finally, I think the one that this is more of one of mine and uh, my cousin's kind of tag team one. Uh, I think the ultimate octagon match has got to be Donald J. Trump versus Sleepy Creepy Uncle Joe Biden. And, uh, I think they've already, they've already threatened to fight each other once, which, just think about that, how hilarious that is. Uh, the President of the United States and the former Vice President of the United States were talking about how they would, uh, they, they would like to fight each other, and uh, it's awesome. It's, it's pretty glorious. So that would be my my wish to see for a cage match to be Trump and Biden, and it may be kind of a cage match if Biden gets the, the Democratic nod. Uh, those those debates are gonna be if, if that happens, the debates are gonna be. Absolutely glorious, and uh, I think I think probably of all the seventy-four thousand candidates running for uh, on the Democratic side right now, Biden's probably the only one that would be able to stoop down to, to Trump's level, debate-wise, and actually, you know, give him a run for his money on his insults. Uh, you could you could guarantee there will, would not be one single piece of policy discussed in a Trump Biden debate. Uh, but that I think I think that would be good. And uh, I'll see uh, I'll see if anybody else pisses me off today and, uh, before I do an octagon call out. Well, today I am riding my buddy Joe's horse, uh, and his name is Bingo. And uh, he's an older horse. He's like 14, I think Joe said. 14, 13, 14. And uh, he's a gilding, uh, and he's a pretty, pretty damn nice team roping horse. You can, you can tell he's an arena horse. He's got a He's got a lot of get to him, and uh, he's, uh, I haven't rode him in a while, he threw a shoe here the other day, and a shoe hadn't been by, and he is really not very, uh, he's not really happy when he's got no shoes on, uh, he, he don't have the, the toughest of feet, and uh, 
So I'm riding him and hadn't rode him for a couple weeks and he's got a little fire to him today. Never did do anything, but he's got he's feeling frisky. Oh Bingo is a tough guy this morning. Real tough. Yeah. Oh, he's kind of a He's like a Jake Spoon. He's a wannabe outlaw. He'll crow hop a little bit, but he uh, he makes more noise than he does anything. He's not real hard to, to ride once he does it, but then he settles down. He's pretty. He can do whatever you want to with him after that. So we are shipping a couple loads of. Uh, dairy heifers back to the home dairy today Whoop! and I've uh, I've talked a lot of shit on the on dairy cattle here in my lifetime because they are a pain in the ass to work with they're 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 like I said they're more like a dog than they are a cow but uh, dairy industry's kind of come under fire here lately over some animal rights groups posting a, you know a, a leaked video of uh, some abuses going on at, uh, at a dairy and at their calf ranch and uh, so we all know how those those videos start they send uh, these looney tunes send in uh, somebody undercover to uh, you know expose the, the corporate farms and factory farms and blah 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 and uh, and I get uh, if you have an ethical uh, concern about an animal being raised in confinement I, I understand that uh, but there's a there's a demand for beef and there's a demand for dairy products and it's pretty high and uh, and the best way to pump out that that amount of volume to serve the market is to uh, combine them and uh, and get them get the product to to the consumer as quickly as possible. And uh, I I can't condone anything that was that was in those videos. I, I watched one and uh, you know, and it showed them kicking a calf, throwing them in the truck, and uh, hitting them on the head with the bottle, and uh, it's, uh, it looks bad, it, it really does, I, uh, if you've been around, around cows before, you can, you can tell that those, uh, those babies aren't really feeling much pain of it, I mean, they'll, they'll beller, but they, you know, they're, they're pretty tough animals, and then, of course, they show a picture of the dead, and, uh, but no, no, there's no, there's no backstory behind it. It's just a picture of a dead, dead calf laying there. But those, uh, you know, those calf ranches, they, uh, you're taking taking that calf off uh, off their mother as soon as they get some colostrum in their belly, and uh, because uh, that that cow's gotta pump out some milk, get on a truck, so. Uh, can't have that the calf sucking and uh, taking away from the, the dairy production. Agree with it or not, that's just that's how that's how you get your milk. The the 
the Holstein breed and the you know Jersey and Brown Swiss and all those dairy breeds they're bred specifically for that to produce milk for human consumption and uh, so that that's just that's the way of life to, uh, to how you're gonna get your milk and uh, and who knows how long they uh, they sp they went undercover you know I'm gonna do air quotes here undercover to uh, to get all this footage, but I, I bet you it was over the course of several months, and uh, and I get well, you know they didn't show any of the the events leading up to that that calf getting popped on the head with a with a milk bottle. He probably was a calf that just didn't want to suck, and there is there is nothing more aggravating in this world than trying to get a brand new baby calf to suck that just refuses to have a will to live and uh i mean it's one of the it's really one of the the hard moments in uh in animal agriculture is you you've worked uh worked really hard to get that animal to bring that animal into this world and he is actively fighting you to leave it and uh and it's a, it's a tough thing, and uh, you know people get frustrated. They they lash out in anger, and uh, not saying it's right, but uh, there there's uh, there's never any nuance in uh, in these videos. There's really never any nuance on in on anything in social media nowadays. So, uh, and then the people who are ignorant of uh, how their food gets on the table, and I'm not saying ignorant to be disrespectful I'm just saying you, they are unaware don't know uh, they see that and they're horrified and well yeah because it's an that's a little baby animal getting getting beat up and uh, and yeah it looks bad so and then they, these fo these videos get shared and uh, the city folks and the non-agriculture folks get up in arms about it but you know they they're, they're our consumer. They're the. They are the target audience. We, we're trying to get them to eat beef and to drink milk, eat cheese. You know that's so. If they're upset, we in the agriculture industry we have to we have to listen to them, and uh, and we have to be able to explain the case. And you can you can condemn people all you want. But you gotta, like, you gotta try to explain the nuance without, without. Oh my God, these these liberal idiots don't know anything. Well, you may be a hundred percent right, but they ain't ever gonna learn anything if uh, if you ain't willing to teach them. So, uh, the like the default setting on social media anymore is outrage and uh, and the media media plays that a lot i mean they they they've done plenty of studies that uh that outrage and anger gets is the easiest uh easiest emotion to pull out of somebody and it gets the most it gets the most action on social media and uh and as the media is adjusting to an online presence rather than your, 
your newspapers and your <clears throat> traditional cable outlets uh, they have to they have to drive traffic so clickbait and uh, the easiest way to do that is to uh, get people in an uproar Hey girls, hey girls, hey girls. Push up. Whoop. 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 There was about three blades of alfalfa hay laying in the feed alley that we we're crossing, and a whole pen of heifers stopped to fight over it. Whoop. 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 Well, these heifers are uh, about seven months pregnant. And uh, they all are about they were they were about 1,200 pounds, and these you know these are first calf heifers, so they're gonna get bigger from here. These the Holstein's pretty pretty damn big animal. So anyway, we're heading we're sending them back over the hill, and uh, what do we do these? We weighed them up yesterday, and uh, we. All these animals have a individual ID and an electronic ID. Whoop! 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 And uh, so we have to uh, check off each animal as we uh, as we weigh them. So what we'll do is we'll take like five head to the scale at a time, and then check them off after we catch a weight on them. And we had a uh, little snafu here a couple weeks ago and uh, when the wrong pen of cattle got brought to the to the loadout and uh, we shipped the wrong pen they were the same owner the head count was the same it was just the wrong pen it was the pen next to the one we needed and uh, so we had a load of heifers that that went back home a week late and uh, and then another load that went about two weeks early but so now we uh, we cross numbers off again as we load them on the truck to send them back so they get they get double checked and uh, so I'm pushing a load up right now and Emily's got a, another load coming right behind and uh, get those get those girls on their way and then we'll go check the rest of our cows so anyway the with the default setting being outrage because that's what drives traffic uh, all, all it does serves the purpose is to drive both sides further and further apart uh, there's no there's no uh, and the people in the in-between just get lost in the fray because you get the people that support the making of these type of videos and and are actively campaigning to shut down ag animal agriculture and there there is no conversation to be had with those people there's uh there's really not whoop, whoop, whoop. There, you're not going to change their mind so your best deal is to not even engage them or yeah you just you can't you can't change their mind and uh I mean, when you're when you're going undercover at a dairy uh, to for however many months at a time just to to get footage of uh, somebody hitting a 
petting the baby calf so you can uh, post it on YouTube and generate a bunch of uproar on the internet, then, uh, you know, there, there's not much change in your mind at that point. You're too far gone, so don't, don't even bother with those. But there's a lot of people in the middle that don't like what they see. But uh, instead of saying, uh, oh my God, you liberal idiot, this is, this is our way of life, you gotta, you gotta have an actual conversation with them. And uh, that, that is one of the big problems with social media today is just, there's no, there's no nuance and there's no conversation. It's all just outrage all the time. And are you really that outraged? You're not, but it said it drives it drives traffic, so yeah, I don't know. I I think that's something we as producers have got to. Uh, uh, we we're not doing very well, I and mean, we're kind of losing that battle. And uh, I don't know what the solution is, but I know it's not just. Uh, it's not. You can't counter outrage with outrage and uh, expect to to win over any converts. Hey! 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 Whee! 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 And it, and it truly might make you mad because I, I get it. It's a... Uh, they're throwing, they're turning, uh, turning the nose up at an entire way of life. And, uh... But... I don't know. It's a... Uh, uh, just gotta do better at, uh, educating people, I think. And, uh... And part of that, you just gotta be, you gotta be entertaining about it too. I don't, I know, I know that's kind of one of the reasons I started this podcast. I don't, there's not really anything like it out there, and a lot of people want to know uh, how their food gets made, or they're, at least they're, they're willing to listen to it. And uh, so you can you can teach somebody, make them laugh all at the same time, and uh, you're well ahead. So. Hi, I said I don't know the what the solution is, but the an industry we've got to do better than we're doing now. And uh I uh I I guess that's kinda my soapbox for the day. Is uh just just be better. Better people. Be cool. Don't be a dick. That's kind of how I try to live my life. Be cool. Don't be a dick. And, uh... Oh, you'll catch more flies with honey. You will with vinegar. But, you also catch a lot of flies with bullshit. So, it's a good thing I'm good at bullshit. Today's, uh show is brought to you by uh, D-Bag. Don't be a Gunsel. Don't be a Gunsel is a website dedicated to uh, the working cowboy who has a sense of humor. They have a line of merchandise there as well. Uh, if you you can go find them at Don't Be a Gunsel on Facebook and Instagram. And if you uh, buy some buy some merch from them. Uh, you can use the code Burning Daylight for a 10% discount. And that'll that'll help him out. That'll help me out, and uh, and you guys will get some cool shit. So go find them at Don't Be a Gunsel on Facebook and Instagram. 
promo code burning daylight b-u-r-n-i-n-d-a-l-y-g-h-t for a 10 percent discount well old bingo did pretty good for missing a shoe on his front foot he started getting a little little tender footed <clears throat> just now as we're headed back to the barn but he did good uh, you ever tell your kids just something complete, completely untrue, just total bullshit to, uh, to get them to shut up? I, uh, I've done that a few times. I don't do that a whole lot. I tell them uh, stuff that's complete bullshit just because I think it's funny. Uh, I told my niece, <laughs> my niece had answered the door. I believe there was a package being dropped off or something, but I uh, rang the doorbell and she opened it and uh, without without checking or anything, and we were kind of giving her a hard time. And I thought, so you gotta you gotta see who it is before you open the door. And I said, well, why? And I said, well, what if it was a bear that rang the doorbell? And uh, you open it without looking, the next thing you know, there's a bear. Bam! Claws your face right off your head. And uh, then what are you gonna do? Just gonna all your friends are going to call you uh, Emmy Bearface. And uh, so that that name nickname has stuck. And then uh, not only that, I uh, added to it. She lost uh, her uh, two front teeth. And so I started calling her Hillbilly. And so then it became, uh, her nickname became Billy Bob Bearface. And... Uh, Man, she would uh, she would get pissed, and uh, I am fully convinced that she's gonna murder me in my sleep by the time I'm oh 40, somewhere around there. I'll uh, I'll just wake up to uh, to Emmy Bearface just smothering me with a pillow, and uh, I'll understand. I will understand. So, a little local news today. Uh, the state of Nevada has passed a law that will not allow an employer to uh, disqualify a prospective employee because they failed a drug test for marijuana. So, marijuana being legal for recreational and medicinal use here in Nevada. Now, the they passed a law. This, legislature and the governor signed it saying that uh, you can still drug test an employee but you cannot not hire them or fire them because of a failed test for marijuana and uh, I'm not real for sure how I feel about it because my general rule of thumb is uh government intervention into uh, any business practices is uh, not good. And uh, on the other hand, uh, the fact that marijuana is illegal still is ridiculous to me because it's a plant and it is, uh, it's a plant, it's natural. Um, and I believe you have the right to do whatever it is you want to do 
with your own body. What if you want to pump it full of drugs? That is your your choice. I don't care. I don't think the the drugs should be illegal. So I'm torn on on this bill, but I, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I support it begrudgingly. Well, I don't. I don't uh, agree with uh, the government at any level telling uh, a business what they can and can't do. I also don't believe that anybody should. Uh, I that uh, I, I believe that marijuana should be just another, basically like alcohol or cigarettes. It's uh, it's not 100% safe, and it is, but it is nowhere near dangerous enough to be prohibited like it is. But anyway, so that there's kind of a a little little quandary for me but I, I think I will support that that law and uh, I brought that up not only because it's interesting but it also reminded me of, uh, of a pretty good story about my uh, my dad's good buddy Billy uh, Billy is a, an older gentleman he just turned 80 an old cowboy guitar picker uh, and just uh, just a very old school Baptist guy, and uh, he uh, grew up during the reefer madness era when uh, when all the government propaganda was telling you that you would uh, you would turn into like a schizophrenic psychopath if you if you smoked it, and people became incredibly dangerous on marijuana, and uh, so that that is how his whole belief system around it was built was uh was through like the reefer madness type propaganda and uh he uh billy is is pretty well blind and he so he can't drive but he still loves to get out and and ride and and do some cowboy work uh whatever he can do uh being that he can't see very well so he uh I was going over to do some day work, help move. Uh, I think we were sorting some pears to go to go to government pasture for uh, for another one of my dad's buddies. So I, I was I was day working at the time, and they called me, and I said, "Yeah, I'll come over." And I said, "Well, you got to bring Billy." I said, okay. So I loaded up his horse in my trailer, and uh, and Billy loaded up with me, and we went over and we were talking about uh somehow the the marijuana laws in Colorado got brought up and I don't remember I don't recall uh who brought it up I think it was probably Billy he's he's pretty keen to talk in the politics and uh he's very opinionated and he's not afraid to tell you his opinion but he always he always ended well with well but I don't know I don't know you know very well what he knows. He he knows that he he you know he is very set in his opinion one way or the other. But that's how he always ends ends his uh, soapbox rants. Is what I don't know. And then and uh, so the the Colorado marijuana laws got brought up, and I I said, did you have you noticed the like the amount of revenue that they they're bringing in the tax revenue from the sale of marijuana and. So, yeah, but it's not near enough to uh, 
take care of all those junkies once they get hooked on that on the pot and I said oh do go on and so yeah you know they guys they get hooked on on that marijuana and that's all they want to do and they just can't function and uh next thing you know they're in rehab because it just ruins their life <laughs> and uh, uh so, okay and he's yeah they're they're having problems with it already they're gonna they don't have enough money to build all these rehab centers and uh well, it's just kind of a crisis i think it's terrible <laughs> and i uh and then I just thought to myself, I'm I'm glad I live in the era that I do. I uh, it, it's funny everybody wants to talk about the good old days, but sometimes uh, sometimes uh, I just think there really wasn't any good old days. There was, uh, it just uh, a lot of people don't want to change their mindset and they don't want to change with the times. So whether that's good or bad, you know, it's uh, I'm not gonna comment on you know, one way or the other, whether it's good or bad, but it's just, uh, it just kind of cracked me up, and, and, you know, and Billy is, uh, is not a, not an unintelligent individual, he's a, he's a, he's a pretty sharp guy, he's got a, a master's degree from Kansas State, and, uh, and he's, he's very sharp, he, he's a animal science, uh, type guy, and, uh, and he, and he knows, he knows a lot, uh, but he just happened to not know anything <laughs> about marijuana and its effects. And, uh, I, I told my dad about that and, uh, we got a pretty good laugh out of it. And, uh, I'll, uh, I'll have to bring old Billy on the podcast sometime. I think he'd get a kick out of it. I think you guys would enjoy him. I'll have him play a little, little guitar music for me. He's, uh, he's a pretty neat old man. He, he used to play lead guitar for for Roger Miller, uh, way back in the day, and, uh, I said, Billy's kind of a very traditional Baptist type guy, and, uh, I mean, he likes to, he likes to drink a little whiskey on occasion when he's, uh, when he gets away from this house, from the house, his, his wife don't allow him to have it in the house, and, uh, and he respects that, but he, uh, he does tend to get a little tuned up when, when he goes to visit my dad, and, uh, but he, he sure can play the guitar and the fiddle, and uh and a ukulele he uh if you get him if you get enough uh whiskey drinks in him he will uh he will get out his ukulele and uh and sing tiptoe through the tulips in uh the high-pitched falsetto voice and it it is one of the funnier things you'll ever witness in your life so maybe i can get him on the podcast here in the future and make sure i get a pour a little bit of whiskey down his neck so he'll uh <laughs> he'll serenade you with tiptoe through the tulips he'll he'll serenade you anyways but to get the full effect of uh of it I'll, he you need to hear tiptoe through the tulips and uh i'll see if i can't let him uh get him to do it and uh i think with that i'm gonna call it a day i uh I was going to scatterbrain today, but I think it came out all pretty decent. Uh, thanks again for for all the listens and the shares and the likes. And we got a couple big shout-outs yesterday, and that was pretty cool. 310 Ranch Life gave us a plug on their Instagram. And then uh, Brenda Denham, apparently you guys blew up her Facebook page after I 
mentioned her, and uh, so she shared a post, and I, I've been in contact with her, and we're I'm going to get her on the podcast too as soon as I figure out how to uh, record phone calls and make sure everything's going to be kosher on the on the recording side. But I've uh, I've got her lined up, and uh, and then a gentleman from Florida that uh, is tagged in several of uh, 310 Ranch Life's videos. Uh, uh, looks like he looks to be a roping son of a gun. And uh, I'm going to be 100% honest, I know almost nothing about running cattle east of the Mississippi River. I've, uh, I've fed a lot of cattle from that part of the world. And... Uh, so I know the cattle, I just don't know much of anything about the about the operations other than I know that they're typically pretty small herds back there. Uh overall, I mean there's some there's some big outfits. I think the biggest the biggest headcount wise ranch in the US is out of Florida. But uh as a general for the general average producer in that part of the country i think it's a they're a very small herd size you know less than like 50 head average i believe and i uh i'm same thing with him i'm gonna figure out how to get the phone call recorded and we'll have a i'll have him on we'll have us a little session of shooting the breeze and talking horses and cattle on in the southeastern u.s so i'm looking forward to that one as well but as always you can uh you can follow me on twitter and instagram at mickermac85 uh you can find my personal page matt mckinley on facebook and burning daylight the podcast page on uh on facebook and instagram at burning daylight b-u-r-n-i-n daylight and uh, don't forget to go check out uh, the D-Bags. Don't be a gunsel. Use the promo code Burning Daylight for a 10% discount. And uh, go, uh, go show them some love and uh, check out his page. Like it, share it. And uh, we'll see you next time. But for now, i got to go. So move your ass. We're burning daylight.
Just said a lot to breathe on country roads. 